Okay, we're we're recording. All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And And we we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Um, we're good. We're crazy. Good morning. <laughs> yes. It's a beautiful day. Is it nice in Florida? Oh, of course it's it always is. nice in Florida. It's not snowing. Or, yeah. <laughs> it is yes. very sunny and warm here. Just how I like it. Good. All right. Well, so, okay. So we've been kind of talking about this exciting guest, these exciting guests that we've been, um, you know, waiting to bring onto the podcast. So the day has finally arrived. Mm -hmm. Um, We have Linda and Jen from Hope Out Loud. I um, got to hear their story at Park Valley. And ever since hearing it, I've just, you know, prayed that they would share their story on Activate. And so they're here today. Um, I'm going to read their bio and then we're just going to have them share their story. So um, Hope Out Loud is a nonprofit organization that goes into all the world and proclaims the gospel and provides hope and healing to hurting people and broken families through the power of God's word. Um, so Hope Out Loud is the Barrick family. Uh, God is using them to inspire and give hope to hurting people all over the United States and internationally as they share their miraculous story of God's faithfulness and healing in the midst of tragedy. The Barrick family currently lives in Lynchburg, Virginia, and ministering together as a family with Hope Out Loud. Their passion is to help people who are broken and hurting find hope and healing in the truth of God's word. The Hope Out Loud ministry uses every means possible to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ through speaking, written materials, TV, radio, DVDs, and the internet. God continues to open up doors for the Barrick family to reach out and speak in public and community venues as well as Christian environments. Andy is the president and CEO of Hope Out Loud. Linda and Jen lead online Bible studies with women from over 46 countries. Joshua is Director of Outreach and Discipleship Ministries at Hope Out Loud and is currently pursuing a PhD in Bible Exposition at Liberty University School of Divinity. The prayer of the barracks is that God will be glorified and that many people will come to know Christ as Savior through their testimony. So, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We have Linda and Jen with us today. Yeah, just wait until you hear the story. (laughs) I just Um, have the biggest goosebumps and I'm going to need to get on that online women's Bible study, please. Yes. Yes. Um, so like I said, I got to hear your story at Park Valley. And just before I have you get started, I want to tell you, so this is um, not a good admission to make, but oftentimes um, I will ask my friend who goes to an earlier service, like, hey, how was it? Do I want to go today? Like, is it a good one? <laughs> and the day that specific morning, I was like, how was church? And she's like, um, I, in fact, I asked two people and they both said the exact same thing. And they said, you need to go. Do not miss today. So um, I was like, I had no idea what I was walking into, but um, so, so, so glad I went. So welcome you, Linda and Jen. And I just can't wait to have you share your story. Well, we're thrilled to be here and um, we're a mess, but God is faithful and we to him every day. And Jen has contagious joy and she um, also has a brain injury and God has just miraculously um, keeps healing her and uh, 
it's almost like she doesn't have the cares of this world because <laughs> um, she got a glimpse of the glory of God. And we'll talk about that yeah. as we share our story. But she yes. just trusts that her heavenly father has it all yeah. under control. And um, as her what mom- What a beautiful way to live. <laughs> yeah. So she okay. lives like just complete childlike faith and trusting God and as her mom, I struggle like the rest of us <laughs> and um, just have those ups and downs of having to run to Jesus with my thoughts and my struggles. And um, Jen, tell them what you say to me when I struggle. <laughs> well, I tell my mom that she needs a brain injury. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I tell her that her brain gets in the way and that she thinks too much. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, All Jen, of us. Yes. Yeah. Jen will say, you need to let go and trust God. That is a gift that God has given Jen to be able to let go and just trust him one day at a time. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't have the past regrets like the rest of us. So Mm -hmm. doesn't get paralyzed by her past and she has no fear of the future. She just lived Mm -hmm. day by day. And um, for years, she didn't have a short term memory. Mm -hmm. Um, But God has truly been Mm -hmm. healing her memory the last four or five years. So we are so grateful. And it's so encouraging to me that even when Jen was (laughs) physically broken, her mind and her body, um, God was still using her to share the gospel. And we were seeing thousands of people come to Christ. Um, And for anyone listening, so Mm -hmm. often when we... um, go through hard times or or we have um, made those bad choices or we've had hard things happen to us. Um, Our enemy is Satan Mm, and he will lie to us and say, you know, you're stuck or hopeless or God can't use you anymore. And that is such a lie. And he is a liar. Mm. And um, it's just so good to know that um, it's almost like the weaker we are, the the more powerful the Holy Spirit is. And through us. And so we don't have to be ashamed of our brokenness or our weakness. We're all broken in different ways. Um, And yet, uh, when we accept Christ, we have the righteousness of Jesus, and our shame is covered, our guilt is covered, and what we're free. And what we see as we travel and speak all over the country, and we are just in Romania, um, there's so much shame. You know, and again, that's the enemy and he is the deceiver and the liar. And once we're a daughter of the king, once we accept Christ, we are God's mm-hmm. child and um, Satan cannot have us, but he wants to keep us so bound up in that mm-hmm. inner turmoil. Like if, if we're so trapped yeah. um, in our own stuff, it's yeah. almost like, yeah. you know, Satan loves that or that stronghold of keeping yeah. us bitter or bound up so that we're not seeking out and we're like, we're not you know, sharing Jesus, we're not helping others. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so you want our story? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, all right, let's, let's get into it. Okay, great. So, um, well, Jen, why don't you tell it? Okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, backtracking to November 5th, 2006, it had been a great day. Uh, my brother, Josh, had won a baseball tournament that day. So him and my dad uh, were rushing home because I was singing that night uh, in church with my school choir. I was 15 years old and um, my brother was 11. And it was just a really powerful night. God moved in great ways. And I was singing great songs like um, His Eyes on the Sparrow, 
Um, and another one of my favorites is Lord, you're holy. And it was so cool just to watch God move in hearts and lives that night. And so uh, my family, we decided to have a party back at mm -hmm. our house. Mm -hmm. We invited about 30 of our friends and family over. And um, we stopped by to KFC to pick up some dinner. And what we didn't know is that a mile from our home, there was a drunk driver who was actually running from the police. He had already done a hit and run. And um, that's when he came at us head on, going over 80 miles an hour with his lights off. Hmm. And um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the impact, as you can imagine, in an instant, yeah. Uh, literally uh, our life changed forever. Yes. And we were scattered to four different hospitals within hours yes. of each other. And um, I remember waking up in the van and my face is just smashed up against this uh, crushed windshield. Mm -hmm. And I yes. couldn't figure out how I got there. I had no memory. You know, I was thinking yeah. I was just watching Jen in the choir concert. Didn't and, you think you um, were in a dream? <laughs> I thought I was in a dream. Yeah. So I was saying out loud, yeah. is this real or yeah. is this a dream? And um, my son, Josh, was awake. Mm. He was the least injured. And so he was 11 and he's telling me, mom, it's real. Mm. And we just started to cry out to God and these gut wrenching, like, Jesus, have mercy on us and come mm. to our rescue. And um we couldn't wake Jen up. Um, yes. My husband started talking, but he was in shock. Mm -hmm. And we just prayed out loud, you know, just again, just those gut-wrenching yes. groans and, and crying out to God for mercy and to save us. And um, I didn't see Jen for 16 days. Uh, she was a Glasgow scale of three at the car wreck and dead people are three. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, no one thought she would live through yes. the night. And um we again were so injured. And so that just as a mom, I had the power of prayer and that was it. Yes. I mean, that was my only way to touch her was through just saying, Holy Spirit, would you minister to her in ways? Um, because she was in a coma and I oh, just yes. would pray like, Holy Spirit, you know, cradle her, God, cradle her in your arms, minister to her in ways um, that we can't, that no one can talk to her, communicate with her. Um, and then she was in a coma for five weeks and we would go and sit at her bedside, you know, in wheelchairs, people would take us an hour and a half to UVA where she was. And, um, you know, doctors said, she'll never wake up. She'll yes. never walk. She'll never talk again. And as we saw her to start, you know, we had people praying, uh, just, yes. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people. Um, my husband was the alumni director at Liberty university at the time. And so, um, they sent word out to all the Liberty all alumni all over the world yes. and people were just begging God to wake Jen yes. up. And um, as we sat at her bedside, we, she started to thrash mm -hmm. and her mm -hmm. arms and legs just thrashed back and forth. And um, we were trying to communicate with her because she was in so much pain, but she couldn't really talk to us. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't, we couldn't understand her. She wasn't fully awake yet. It's so hard to explain it because we just see part of an eye for mm -hmm. a little bit in these moans, but she wasn't fully awake. It was like she was with God, almost like she was in this other dimension. Mm -hmm. And as she started to, you know, 
she was in God's presence. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of a sudden she started to talk to Jesus yes. and it was the only time we could understand her. Mm-hmm. And it was this oh. uninjured voice that sounded like Jen and she didn't have an uninjured voice for years and years <laughs> later. I mean, yeah. everything was slurred when she talked only yes. when she prayed and talked to God. It was like um, she was clear and she would talk faster yeah. and she, and again, somehow she was with them. I believe she was in his throne room. I mean, every time we pray, we're in God's throne room, but yes. in this special way, it's like in another dimension with him. And we were allowed yeah, to hear it me. as God was meeting with her. Yes. You know, my husband and I were sitting there and we needed hope. And, mm-hmm. and the only way I can explain it is God was giving us hope out loud through Jen, you know, and that, that's our ministry name now, yeah. Hope Out Loud, but it was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So when her mind and body was so broken that she couldn't sit up, she couldn't eat, she didn't know her name. Couldn't follow verbal commands. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she knew Jesus yes. and the yeah. Holy Spirit was not disabled yes. in her. Yes. And it was <laughs> unbelievable to watch. And she was mm-hmm. just saying, should I go? Or, you know, should I go to heaven or should I stay on this earth? And then we're watching her and she's on her stomach and there's this feeding tube Mm -hmm. in her stomach and she's rolling around like a baby in a crib, like this 15 year old rolling around just, okay, God, I'll do it. I'll stay here at Jesus, but there aren't words to describe you and you'll have to write it down. And, um, it's so hard to explain, but she would sleep a lot in the day and then at Mm -hmm. night, uh, like a baby again, like up Mm -hmm. all night. Um, praying, praying to God, but it was yeah. n- never asking for anything. Her prayers were all praise. Um, just saying, Lord, you're so good. Mm-hmm. You're so faithful. You're glorious. So she you're was just beautiful. having like, yeah, you're like this praise time. Mm-hmm. And, um, she would say, thank you for healing me and raising <laughs> me up. And she couldn't even sit up. And so it was, it was just unreal to hear the praises. And she had so much pain. So she would scream. They, she was mm. in this hospital bed and they'd wheel her down, you know, to wash off her body. And she would scream. You could hear her all down the hallway because mm. her body was hypersensitive. So it felt like thousands of needles mm. touching her. Mm. And, you know, in God's grace, she had no short-term mm. memory. And a minute later, they'd yeah. be rolling her <laughs> in that hospital bed. I mean, she couldn't sit up down the hallway and she'd be singing glory to God in the higher. <laughs> Almost like she could see angels. And so God just protected her yes. in so many ways. Um, and we would bring in the Wow Worship CD yeah. to calm her down. And even the CD to her choir concert oh, that yes, night, we brought that, that in because oh. we wanted to kind of connect with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would sing all those songs on that Wow Worship CD, all 22 songs, yeah. all the songs from her choir. <laughs> and, um, different friends stayed with her every night because of my injuries. I'd have to go home and sleep in. I had broken ribs and um, my lung had collapsed for a while. And so I had to sleep in a hospital bed yeah. at home. Yeah. But I probably, I mean, 15 different friends yeah. that took turns staying with her all night, sitting in a chair by her bed. And um, when she would be in pain in the night, they'd start reading scripture. Mm-hmm. And um, one night my cousin Heidi called me and I was like, Linda, you're not going to believe this. But um, I started reading in Psalms and Jen started quoting whole chapters mm-hmm. and oh, every verse she had ever yes. hidden in her heart. She could quote it out loud. And again, the spirit was not yes. disabled in mm-hmm. her. And for anyone listening, the moment you accept Christ as your mm-hmm. Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit, which is God himself, you know, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead yes. lives inside of us. And, you know, so often we just, 
we just forget to tap mm-hmm. into it. I mean, Jen will say, it's available to you. Tap into it. You know, <laughs> the Holy Spirit lives yeah. in you. But when we can get up in the morning and get in the car and do our to-do list, we forget to just talk to the, you know, um, what Jen has taught me is it's an ongoing conversation all yes. day long. And he um, will fill you. He is love. He yes. is joy, peace, all those things the Courage. world is looking for um, is the Holy Spirit. And it is in you, the unlimited resource of that. Yes. And then there's one story that changed my life forever mm-hmm. in the hospital. And Jen was there for three months yes. and it was Christmas time yes. and um, I'm still in a wheelchair. She still can't stand up. Mm-hmm. A lift would put her in the wheelchair yes. and she, um, my friend Pam Foster. So a different friend had to bathe me mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. dress me, drive me an hour and a half to see Jen. Yes. And then the friend that stayed all night, you know, we would relieve that mm-hmm. friend, but everybody wanted to stay because today might be the day Jen mm-hmm. walked. Today <laughs> might be the day, you know, and it was such a spiritual experience mm. because again, Jen was speaking things to us that and I didn't know. She didn't know. Yeah. I mean, she'd said to me, how will you hold up under the test? Will God be confident with you? Like, will you be faithful? And I'm like, what do you mean? Wow. I'm in a, I mean, we didn't do anything wrong. And, um, this one day, uh, it was sunny. So we, we took Jen outside mm. and um, she, yes was kicking Pam and Pam's on the ground, rubbing her feet Mm -hmm. to calm her down. And I'm in a wheelchair. And I said, let's sing silent night because it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. And we started singing to calm Jen. And in the middle of the song, she just stopped thrashing her neck and her legs. And she's just singing and she's glowing. And, you know, she's not even aware that we're there. And she's looking up at the left and she's just glowing. And at the end she goes, amen, you know, I looked at her and I said, Jen, do you see Jesus? And she said, yes. Don't you see him? He is standing right beside me. And that moment changed me forever because, um, first of all, Jen was completely Mm -hmm. blind at this time because of her brain injury. So she could not look at me and know that I was her mom. And yet Jesus made himself yes. so real to her. And for anyone listening in our darkest moments, we often think God is so far away. Like, how can I even talk to him? He's so far away. Well, first of all, his Holy Spirit lives in you. He lives in you. But in your darkest moments, he is close he is and he there. will hug you yes. and hold you and carry you. you. And Jen, tell them how you view Jesus. I love to view Jesus as my escort. Because I love how the Bible promises that, you know, once we have invited the Lord into our hearts and into our lives to be our personal Savior, how God promises to never leave us or forsake us. And I love that. I love just to visualize Jesus being my escort mm-hmm. and holding my hand and carrying me on the hard days. And you say, you often say, my lifelong companion. Yeah, Jen will yeah. Say, my yeah. lifelong companion. And um, <laughs> she has this love relationship with God. You know, he's, he's exciting and yeah, she wakes fun. up expecting him to show up and tell them what you do every morning when you roll out of bed. I land on my knees and I surrender my day to the Lord. And I just say, Lord, help me not to miss one plan that you have for me today. And I just tell God I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for years she'd be like, Lord, what day is it? What year is it? <laughs> you know, because we travel a lot. But 
Um, I love how Jen has an expectation every day that God has divine appointments for me. He has somebody I can pray with what in the bathroom yeah. or, you know, pray with in the grocery store. Um, she's always looking for who can I encourage and share hope with. And it gives her purpose. Um, yes, you know, when yes. she's on mission with God, like every day, yes. it's like her and God together. <laughs> and I think of that verse, Isaiah 41, 13, that says, for I mm -hmm. am the yes. Lord, your God, who takes yeah. hold of your right hand and says, do not fear, I will help you. And so if we all lived our life like mm -hmm. that, like mm -hmm. God and I are on mission yeah. today, he's holding my hand. I'm not alone. Um, yes. If I'm willing, he's going to fill me with mm -hmm. the words and the love for people. Um and all of those things, but, um, you know, our journey has been long and, um, it's been hard and, um, yet God is so faithful yes. and, um, your pain does give you purpose yes. and passion to help mm -hmm. others. And, um, yeah. I know when our son, Josh speaks with us, he mm -hmm. talks a mm -hmm. lot about, yes. um, and we were just talking about this week, like mm -hmm. if we could switch our thinking and think about our suffering as a gift, it's mm -hmm. hard to, Think yes, of that, and I was even yes. arguing with him a little bit. But <laughs> it, it, the gift is it keeps mm. you so dependent mm. on yes. God, and it keeps you talking Seeking. to God all through the yeah. day, and um, it changes your perspective in life. Mm. Because when you are suffering or going through something painful, you really start longing for heaven, yes. and mm. you start thinking about eternity, yes. and can't wait to get there. And mm. um, the my little faith statement when Jen came home from the hospital, <laughs> yes. she was such had so much pain and so many problems. Yes. And mm -hmm. I would just say this life is just a dot, you know, and again, I'm in my wheelchair yes. with a lot of pain myself. And um and what I meant by that was mm. when we think of living for all eternity yeah. in heaven um with Jesus with no pain, <laughs> no suffering, this life on this earth is just a little dot. And then I'd say it's half a dot. And um, Jen, when you start calling me, polka dot. she started calling me polka dots. But, um, you know, when life gets really hard to just remind yourself with polka dots that this yeah. life is not all there is. We are just passing through. Mm -hmm. And Jen, tell, tell them what you say when we get to heaven. What is God going to ask us? I believe he's going to ask us, you know, what did you do with the story that I gave you? Yeah. You know, like, was it all about you or was it all about me? And, you know, who did you, with you? Who did yeah. you share hope with? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, <laughs> I thought I was done crying. <laughs> um, what just a beautiful story. And when you say it's just a dot in time. Like how amazing, Jen, for you to just keep everybody else going and making that dot a big circle. You know, it's not just a tiny dot because what you guys have now done, I mean, you changed my life in 22 minutes already, you know, and I can't even imagine the people that you're ministering to and I can just feel your joy. And, you know, joy is a really hard thing for a lot of people. And, um, yeah. you're, a, you're a blessing and exactly what you're saying, you know, your pain is your purpose and, you know, share that with other people and give hope and give the best hope, which is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And joy is a choice, uh, you know, it, yeah. joy and grief can coexist mm -hmm. and 
joy is not like happiness. Happiness yes. is based on our circumstances, circumstances. but joy, it mm-hmm. comes from God. And really it's the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. It's a fruit of the spirit. Right. And so because we're not the source of joy, no mm-hmm. one can take it from yes. us. Mm-hmm. Um, no one, no circumstance, no, nothing mm-hmm. can take away our joy. And, like, and us. <laughs> um, it's it's a un, it's yeah. like an unlimited renewable resource and yes. we can cry out to God every minute of the day. You know, I choose joy, I choose joy, help me to choose joy and peace. And peace too. So many people are yeah. anxious today. Um there's so much anxiety, so much depression mm-hmm. and um you're not alone, you know, and it's so important yes. to not isolate yourself. And um one thing I've, I'm, so many things are flooding my mind and I don't know how much time we have, but um, we have all, all day. Yeah. <laughs> so because of Jen's brain injury, we've gone to the brain doctor a yes. lot. And um, so we've learned so many things and he's a believer, the mm-hmm. man we see in, in Atlanta yes. and your brain believes what you speak out loud. Yes. And it's like, you're telling yourself what to believe. And that's why it's mm-hmm. so important yeah. to, to speak scripture out truth loud, mm-hmm. quote truth yes. out loud, sing praise songs out loud, um, pray out loud. You're telling yourself what to believe. And so I have sticky notes all over the house on my bathroom (laughs) mirror. You know, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love, Mm -hmm. power, and a sound mind. Jen had huge anxiety for a long time where she couldn't walk in a room Mm -hmm. that was full of people. It was just too much input. You know, she couldn't walk in church. Um, we could get her on stage and ask her questions (laughs) and she could pray heaven down over people, but she couldn't sit in the audience. Um, wow. And we would quote that second Timothy one seven. I mean, yeah. 30 times a day. Oh, yeah. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but love power and a sound yeah. mind. And what happened was when Jen came home from the hospital, she was still so injured, yes. her mind and her body. And we had to tap into the Holy Spirit, yes. the spirit in her that was whole mm-hmm. in order to get her out of bed. Yes. We'd have to quote scripture. What would we say? I can do all things through Christ. Me and we couldn't get her in car to take her to speech Mm -hmm. therapy and occupational therapy, you know, because she was so dizzy. She had that Mm -hmm. cortical blindness, and um, so we'd have to play the praise music really loud. And what I realized years later was we were doing these three P's all day, every day, just to connect with our daughter Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. she looked like Jen, but she wasn't Jen. Does that make sense? Like she was a whole different personality. before her brain injury, she was quiet mm-hmm. and kind of backwards yeah. and she had journals hidden all over her room yeah. and it's all in the Miracle yes. for Jen mm-hmm. book. Um, mm-hmm. But God, truly, she was begging for boldness, boldness. and she wanted yeah. to make a difference in the world. Oh. And God has answered all of those. She's now uninhibited <laughs> with, well, you know, with her brain injury. She says everything out loud that she's thinking <laughs> for <laughs> you. <laughs> Love relationship with Jesus out loud. And and kind of crave that. Like they want what Jen has. They want, um, in fact, we've had a lot of kids say um, from Catholic school yes. say we've we've had religion class, but we've never, never seen, seen what a relationship yes. with Jesus mm. is like. And I think that's, yeah, I think, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. So, no. So, so mm-hmm. back to the piece. So we were doing the three P's every day, praying yes. out loud, singing praise, praise songs. songs out loud and the promises mm-hmm. of yes. God's word out loud just to survive. Yes. And again, to connect with Jen. And what I realize now years later is God was using all those things to heal my yeah. heart a little more, yeah. well, Andy's yes. heart a little more, because we needed yeah. to remind ourselves of mm. that truth. Yes. And another thing that's coming to my mind is just 
um, because my whole left side was broken, I could not use my left arm. I couldn't even mm. feed Jen yes. when she came home because she still had a feeding tube and you needed two hands. Yeah. So I couldn't, you know, it was so sad. She was in diapers. Like I couldn't change yeah. her diet. You know, I couldn't do any of that. So as a mom, I felt so hopeless mm. and I had to have friends from, from, I taught Bible study for years mm. in my home. And then all those friends came and like helped us and bathed Jen and took care of us and clothed us and fed us and cleaned our house. I mean, it was so humbling. The whole army. Um, but if my arm would have worked, I wouldn't have let anybody see Jen because it was yeah. so horrific to yeah. walk through. I would have been like um, embarrassed or protecting her. And yet um, the only thing I had was my mouth. And so again, mm-hmm. the praying out loud, the singing praise mm-hmm. songs calm her down. And, and now I realize in God's grace, that yes. was the most powerful thing I could do. Because yeah. you're not supposed to do it alone. It's like being the Mary mm-hmm. instead of being the Martha. Martha. The Bible. Mm-hmm. I would have been so busy doing and hiding mm-hmm. and not letting anybody know she was so injured. It's so, oh. it's so incredible to see looking back, just how beautifully orchestrated it all was. You know, it was so clearly all part of the plan. And while that's so hard to you know, understand. I think that's the hardest thing. And, um, you know, for people that are looking, you know, into faith or even Christians even, but just to understand why do bad things still happen? You know, if there's a God and I think that's the biggest question I've ever gotten, you know, with people is just like, well, if there's a God, why do these horrific, terrible things happen to people? And so I think it's reconciling that and just understanding that, you know, bad things do happen and we don't get the answers to all of that on this side of eternity, right. but one day it'll all make sense. And, you know, parts of it do make sense while we're still here. When you're looking back at your story, you can really start to put, put things together and see that, well, you know, as much as this wouldn't have been how we chose for it to go, it was how all just chose. part of his beautiful plan. Right. Um, yeah. I want to, I want to ask you, so when I heard you, there's a couple parts of your story that um, just really resonated with me. And um, one part was when um, your son, Josh, was talking about um, the drunk driver, right? Like he just, he, yeah. he was talking about how you all referred to him as the drunk driver. And, you know, yeah. like um, Jen didn't feel that anger toward the person, but like you and your husband and your son were like feeling all these things. And um, yeah. I, in one part, he said, you know, at, at one point um, I gave him a name. And instead of calling him the drunk driver, you referred to him by his name and it kind of made him human to you all. So can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, so Josh often talks about that, how, when we just label a person, we dehumanize them. It's important to just call that person by name. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, our son, Josh is actually 26 right now. And Corey, who, Mm -hmm. who hit us and was drinking and driving, Mm -hmm. Um, he's, he was 26 yes. at the time. Yes. And, you know, Josh it just said it this past weekend, mm-hmm. you know, he realizes that yeah. he's three decisions away from Corey, you know, mm-hmm. and all of us, you know, it's so easy to point a finger, but, mm-hmm. um, if we're trying to fill our lives with, with all those yes. things that don't satisfy, you know, so often we self-medicate, you know, people mm-hmm. are Satan's plan to get us to self-medicate with drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, um, instead of running to Jesus. And so we all have that choice to run to God or to run away from him. And um, another thing Josh says that is so powerful is, you know, 
so often when bad things happen and we start blaming God too, and Lord, why didn't you protect me? Why did you allow this to happen? Because we know he's all powerful and we know he's good and we know he's sovereign. That was hard for me to wrestle with. Like I knew God was good. I knew he was all powerful. And even in Jen's healing, like, God, why aren't you healing her today? You know, but trusting that bigger plan that he always answers for his greatest glory and one thing Josh says that I think is life-changing is so often we are saying, God, why did you abandon me? Mm-hmm. And yeah. really you have to flip-flop it and, and realize God chose you because mm-hmm. he trusted you with this story. And when I look mm-hmm. at Jen, you know, he trusted her heart that she'd still praise him. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine if it was me with the brain injury. I mean, think about like um, if you were totally uninhibited yeah. and squeezed and everything you were thinking was coming out loud, like, what would we be saying? Like, what would I be saying? You know, I, I yeah. can't imagine. And, um, and Jen was praising God and all of that. And God prepared her ahead yes, of time. But, really but did. to change, when we really think about what Jesus did for us on the cross, mm-hmm. he paid it mm-hmm. all for us. And he yes. covered our sin with his righteousness. Yes. He gives us eternal life. He doesn't owe us anything else, you know, yeah. and so we have the wrong perspective that God owes us. And, and so for anyone who's hurting, it's yes. so hard, but if you can just start praying, Lord, help me to see that you chose me and yes. you, you've given me, um, this pain and it's going to have a purpose far greater than me. And what if I share Jesus, you know, with mm-hmm. someone, um, mm-hmm. it's going to put me face to face in, in pain with someone else who's in pain. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so I loved when Josh shared that. He also shared how um, leading up to that, how he was really struggling with like forgiveness, right? And anger. And he said, at one point he said, you know, you mess with me, that's fine, but you mess with the ladies in my life. And I just <laughs> love that. Just like, I, I felt that so much. That's so sweet. Um, but I know, um, you struggle. So going forward in Jen's life, yeah. right. Um, it got even more difficult. Like you were dealt another card, um, that you wouldn't have expected. And, you know, Linda, I know you had you know, like questions for God, as far as that was concerned. So can you share part of that story? Because that is just so incredible to me too. So, um, so Jen was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Um, I can't remember if it was six years after the wreck, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, and we learned, Mm -hmm. and we were out sharing Jesus everywhere. We were in Canada, like people were getting saved and it was just, um, it was just so shocking and numbing because we'd been through so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, we learned that the thyroid cancer was because of all the CT scans and all the x-rays on her head and your Mm -hmm. thyroid, like a filter and it was spreading. I mean, it was in her Mm -hmm. lymph nodes and we Mm -hmm. had to get it out. She had to have surgery and then Mm -hmm. she had to have radiation. Um, So she was actually radioactive (laughs) and we could (laughs) hear her, which was so hard with a brain injury because you know, she'd be in her bedroom, I'd be in the hallway and oh. having a reminder, like put the lid down when you flush the toilet. Why you know, like anything coming out of her was radioactive. Yeah. And I mean wow. it was everything I touched. <laughs> yeah. And I just I really, yeah, as a mom, just really wrestled with God. You know, have you ever wrestled with him? And I felt like um I was just like, Lord, hasn't Jen suffered enough? You know, like, again, she's suffering for something that's not her fault. And I felt like she was still suffering because of the sin of someone else. And I realized so many people can relate to Mm -hmm. that because Mm -hmm. so often maybe 
um, your parents made a bad choice or someone that you trusted hurt you and mm. you suffer every day because yes. of those choices. And again, just having to focus and cling to the cross mm. and cling to, um, again, that if God allowed it, he's going to be with us. He's going to walk with us. Yes. And um, he has something greater yes. on the other side. Yes. And um, and trusting him mm-hmm. through that. And he's the healer. Jesus yes. is the healer. And he sees all those wounds that are hidden in our heart. And he can stitch our wounded hearts back together again, you know, yes. stitch by stitch. And yeah. um, Jen, when she found out she had cancer, what did you say? I said, well, <laughs> you know, not everyone understands a brain injury, but we can all relate in so many with cancer. And I said, God's going to expand my ministry. And yeah. Yeah, so I I handed out my prayer book to all my nurses and all my doctors. Yeah, yeah. she did. And um, the cool, there's a wonderful story with that. Well, first of all, we walk into the cancer center, and I'm crying because she's the youngest well, person like, in there. <laughs> and it's like, but I know the healer, you know. <laughs> Preach it, girl. Yeah, there's a lady checking us, <laughs> signing us in, and she's like, preach it, girl. Yeah. And so we had to go like multiple days in a yes. row for radiation and different things. And every day, Jen had a tote bag full yeah. of prayer books. And I'm telling you, everyone in that waiting room was like, I want one. I want one. And was really cool. um, two oh, years later, we were speaking at a privilege. church yeah. uh, that was right near that UVA cancer yes. center. And um, tell who you met. I met a precious lady named Florence afterwards. She had no hair and was wearing a bright blue baseball cap. And she came up to us and she shared with us that she was cancer free. So we rejoiced with her. And then she pulled my prayer book out of her purse, mm-hmm. all tattered and worn. And she said, Jen, I've been praying your prayers every day. I hope that's okay. <laughs> And then she said, I even prayed the salvation prayer in the back. And I think it took. <laughs> so one of the nurses had actually yes. saved Jen's prayer book and gave it to her. Wow. Um, so we didn't need her. You know, yes. we were there, but she did not know how to talk to God. Yes. And mm-hmm. she didn't know how to pray. And that's what how God uses Jen's little prayer book. It just helps you talk to God and have Mm. a relationship with him. And there's a salvation prayer in the back. And so she said, my husband said, I'm being nicer. And I think it took, (laughs) I think it took. And then can we just pass her around? Can you just come stay with me for a couple of days? (laughs) I mean, the end of the story is that um, we got an email a few months later and Florence Mm. had passed away and my first, you know, again, we have these negative thoughts. My first negative thought was, oh, we thought she was healed. But what did you say? And she is healed. She's standing on the streets of gold in heaven with our mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Yeah. So Jen, you know, Jen's earthly fact mm-hmm. was she mm-hmm. had thyroid cancer. Yes. And, you know, we all have earthly facts we don't like. But the heavenly mm-hmm. reality is Jen had mm-hmm. cancer at just the right Now Florence is in heaven for all of eternity. And again, for anyone listening, your pain will put you face to face with someone else who's in pain. And, and so you turn it around, Jen calls it, tell what you call it, like what your new thing, 
Oh, flip flops. She flip flops <laughs> everything around from a yes. negative to, to a positive. positive. So if you have to go to a doctor appointment, yes. you know, just think, I'm going to, who could I encourage? Who, who could, could I share hope at? with? Who could I pray yeah. over in the waiting room? Or um, yeah. you're, you're just changing it around to have yeah. purpose. Be intentional. And intentional. So, yeah. um, you know, Jen often says she's been, she's been doing a fourth P all along. And it's, <laughs> what's your fourth P? Uh, to be positive, positive, uh, she only speaks positive yes. out loud and say positive. Uh, yeah, so she yes. will on purpose choose the exact opposite. Yes. And it's so funny because <laughs> like we pulled up to this restaurant, oh, we yes. had to meet somebody there and it was kind of scary looking. And I'm <laughs> like, I don't really want to go. It's like, Oh, this looks exquisite. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and when you feel ugly, what do you say? I say, no, nope, I can't be ugly. I'm one of a kind. Yeah. So she's always yeah. like changing it. Or if you feel yeah. fat, what do you say? I say, nope. How fat is your heart for the Lord? <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Favorite. Yes, I need I need that for sure. My it's so this, this, I'm I'm just like naturally sadly, and I'm learning a lot about our, how our brain works, and that like we are we tend to just look for the the negative, right? And it's like our brain is trying to keep us safe. It's its job yeah. is to keep us safe, alive, right? So we're so often we're like looking at worst case or so that we can survive. Right. Um, but it was really funny. My husband, so my grandma is a character, and she. Um, sent my husband a birthday card the other day and Jonathan <laughs> opened it up and he read it and he put it down and he goes, it all makes sense. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I love Fridley. We call her Fridley. He said, I love Fridley, but she's quite negative. He's like, that's clearly where you get it from. Like she wrote in it like, like happy birthday, Jonathan. Uh, my diabetes is really acting up. And I like, like just goes into this whole entire, like horrible like things. But I hope you have a really great day. Love you, Graham. And it was just so funny, but it really is. It's so true. We just tend to look so much toward the negative. And Jen, what a blessing you are to, to yeah. share this positivity into the world and, you know, be able to show people like, wow, you know, what she has been through, what you, you all have been through is, you know, worse than so many people's stories, but everyone has, you know, their story and their thing, but like the way you're able to just look at it and be able to still just spread joy and the love of God into the world. It's just such a beautiful thing. And I think it's just impossible not to be inspired by your story. I love that so much. And Kristen knows this. I, you know, when people around me, um, speak doubt or negativity into themselves. I literally say, take it back. back. And they're like, what? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, literally take it back. We're going to reword this, you know, but that doesn't mean that I'm the best (laughs) positivity, you know, proclaimer for myself. Um, but it's it's a lot easier to recognize mm -hmm. it in other people. Yeah. And, um, Another thing we learned at the, at the brain therapy was, you know, like you said, our brain is trying to keep us safe and alive. And that's why we have triggers um, where we overreact to things yes. and triggers are related to your five senses, yes. you yes. know, sight, taste, smell. So, so again, yeah. if you had 
somebody hurt you or, you know, a bad experience, your brain never chooses to move towards pain. You're always going to move towards pleasure. You know, you're never going to, that's why so many people don't want to go to church. If Mm -hmm. if somebody at church hurt them or they were wounded at church or they felt shame or guilt, they don't want to go back there because they were wounded there. And Mm -hmm. it's so hard because if a family member has hurt you, Mm -hmm. um, even with their words, you know, that's why holidays are are hard because you have, you know, (laughs) you have to see them yeah. again and, and be there. And, yeah. but what was huge that I learned was, um, from this brain doctor was mm. our brains don't know the difference yes. between reality and perception. And so there are a lot of times our brain thinks we're in a life or death situation because of a trigger of something in the past when we're not. And so the way they explained it to Jen was you oh, think yeah. it's a real bear about bear. to eat you, but it's a cardboard bear, you know? Yeah. And so, And so the way you can take power over your brain is literally Mm -hmm. to just pause, stop, and you breathe in three seconds and then breathe out six seconds, like three times Mm -hmm. in a row, just these deep breaths. Because if you were in a life or death situation, you don't have time to stop and breathe, you know? And that simple act gives you power over the situation. Mm -hmm. And then even, and even to to stay alive. Yeah you know, I'm, this is a trigger for me. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to fix yeah. it. You don't have to know all the answers, but, um, just, and so an yes. example is Jennifer does not remember the car wreck. I mean, she was out in a coma and I mean, Andy and I don't really remember being hit either. Um, but anytime, and Jen's not afraid to get in a car with someone, but anytime I slam on the brakes or go over a speed bump. So anytime her brain shakes in her head, if I don't, it know. just freaks her out because her physical body yeah. remembers the shaking and the injury, yeah. even though, mm-hmm. um, her emotional, I don't, it's all like interrelated, the emotional, yeah. physical, yes. all of that. So, um, she used to just cry yes. and shake, you know, in the car, mm-hmm. um, if I had to slam on the brake, you know, to not get hit. Oh, um, now it's gotten a lot better and, and I'm learning like now I know why. Yeah. Now we know happening. why. And she'll breathe and she'll just say, <laughs> yeah, Jen, you're safe, safe, you know? So just safe. like, like Jen, you're safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, um, and how brave of you for even want, you know, I could imagine that so many people would never even want to get into a car again, knowing mm-hmm. that that trigger could, would come anytime. And, you know, let's just like say the facts, like, it's a little crazy out there in Virginia and even more crazy down here on the road, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So overcoming those fears Mm -hmm. and um, just reminding yourself of truth. Like, and so for any of us, like if we were in an argument with our husband Mm -hmm. and we're telling it to someone again, we get all heated and worked up Mm -hmm. all over again because our brain thinks it's happening again. And that's why too, we have to talk about our wounds in past tense. So, um, you know, I was a victim 10 years ago, but I am no longer a victim. Like this is what happened, but I'm healing. I'm moving in the right direction. I am. Yeah. And never claiming, like I work with a lot of people also, and I'm like, it's not your anxiety. It's the anxiety. anxiety. Or like I'm, I'm anxious as opposed to, I have anxiety or I'm feeling anxious. Right. Right. Just using those different word choices. Claim it. And, and also we learn like you literally develop a new pathway in your brain. So that idea of not being stuck or hopeless, if you can write the things your your brain needs the movement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Movement. Your brain needs movement to just say, yeah, just getting out of bed, you know, just getting a shower, just going out in the sunshine, but then saying out loud, the things you're grateful for or making a list is movement or writing the things you're learning. Again, your brain is moving. 
it's not stuck or hopeless. And mm-hmm. we do a lot with people um, just praying to the Holy Spirit and yes. asking him to reveal like, what are some lies I've been believing? And then replace them with God's truth. truth. And yes. a lot of people um, can't forgive themselves. And yes. really yes. what it is, is they have to just receive God's forgiveness. And mm-hmm. um, we think of that shame and condemnation, almost like it's yes. a humble thing, but it's not, it's really mm-hmm. saying, Jesus, I don't believe that you are, that you are, I don't believe that your blood covers me, you know? Yes, that's um, so, that's so much of, I've been going through this whole thing. I have all of this, like, you know, almost like self-hatred that I didn't even realize was there, but I looked at it as humility. Like I can never forgive myself for this thing that I've done because if I forgive myself, then it makes it like, I think it was okay. And I don't, but really what that's doing is like, I know something about me that God doesn't know. Right. Like I know more than he does. I'm smarter than him. And, um, yeah, it's because truly when, when my life coach called that out to me, she's like, that's not humility. You know, that's like the opposite. That's like pride or something, you know, but it is, it's pride and this. Guys, but it's right. like, like Satan is the enemy, and so yeah, he feeds those lies to yes. us. He disguises he encourages them as them. excuses, yeah. or even as I'm humble, yeah. so this is why I yeah. can't let myself off the hook. Like right. um, Jen yeah. talks about forgiveness, like take that person off your, your hook, hug. put them on God's so hook, and you're free. Yeah. You know, get that bitterness yes. out. So yes, free. and um, but. What has been really helpful is for us to sit with people. We, I mean, you and Josh prayed with a, yes. a girl this past Precious Sunday, girl. but just Good. asking the Holy Spirit who lives in you, yes. like, what lies am I believing mm. or why, why what do I have a hard holds. time yeah. um, receiving your forgiveness? And so often the lies, we mm-hmm. all believe lies and we need to like literally pray through it every week. Like, Lord, you know, when something comes up, like, why is this such a trigger for me or why, um, why do but I react this way? Most of us yeah. started believing a lie when we yeah. were in like elementary school yeah. or middle school. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be something like terrible that happened to us, or it could be something so simple where just yeah. felt rejected or something somebody said the way our little brains interpreted yes. it. But then we view everything through like that, that lens, that, lens, that yeah. cracked lens yeah. of, oh, it is true. You know, you know, I am rejected. I am a You know, what we do is we see it through that cracked lens, like you're saying, and then we 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 it's a self fulfilling prophecy for the rest of our lives, collecting this evidence that this is true, right? You focus in on that evidence. Oh, yep, I knew it. I, you know, I'm unlovable, or I'm this, or I'm that, and it's so true that we do that. Um, One thing I just I don't know why I keep feeling like this part stuck out to me, but um, it's this thing where people you mentioned it. People have been like, um, I don't want to say indoctrinated, but like, like you're saying the Catholic school thing, like, you know, there's such a difference between being religious or, you know, like knowing things that the Bible says or learning scripture, having it memorized in your head. But the difference between that and then a real true personal relationship with Christ, like that's, that was the whole piece that I was missing my whole life. And I didn't, I didn't, um, I had a friend, she, she came into my life and just really introduced me to Christ and really, you know, I grew up going to church and doing all the things and checking all the boxes, but I never understood that there was this whole world that I was missing, you know, Uh, without this personal relationship. Yeah. I think I, uh, you know, I grew up in, um, 
a very strong Christian home. My dad was a preacher Mm -hmm. and um, my parents loved God and my mom had a really strong faith, but Mm -hmm. we had a lot of legalism, you know, it was just like back in the day, like I'm old, I'm 53. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was just more legalism. And so what I have on me, which I I just am realizing the last couple of years, it's just, it's, it's a stronghold too that legalism of what I do wrong, you know, am I in trouble? Like I always have that. And Mm -hmm. so while I love, when I was a mom, when I was a young mom and Jen was a baby, I started doing Bible studies and realizing like, okay, I had all this Bible knowledge too, but that God is fun and exciting Uh, and he wants to be a part of my everyday. Mm -hmm. And so thankfully as a mom, when the kids were little, I just wanted to make God fun and exciting, like a part of everything. So we would just talk to God. Like I put a little blue blanket out in the grass and we'd talk to God and say, oh, look at this you know, I love it. I think that's another thing that comes right there. Yeah. Cause he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or like going to a Bible church, like Park Valley, Mm -hmm. like I was Mm -hmm. talking to my dad was just here a few weeks ago and we grew up in the church, you know, his mom and dad, like my grandma was in the choir. My grandpa was the accountant and it was just like, like you're saying. And so he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, what makes you like, he's like, I don't know. I still kind of question my faith because Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. what is it for you? And I'm like, well, it's just the promise. Like it's, it's the promise yeah. of Jesus and you know, yeah. whatever. And it's not, he's like, well, there's some things in the Bible that I'm not sure, you know, and whatever. And anyways, he said that my grandma said, yep, you're a true Methodist. You live in that, you know? So it was almost like in a Catholic or Methodist, like we grew up in, you know, verses. Now, some yeah. people will say to me like, oh, so you go to a non-denominational church. And I'm like, I mean, it's a Bible church, it's church. Like, you know, it's, it's God's promise and it is how it's presented this way. Yeah. Um, I had somebody a few years back because, you know, I like to talk about Jesus too. And even in my social media and she's like, I just don't know what kind of Christians you guys are. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. That's what you're yeah. called to do, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's he's part of your everyday yes, life. Every and day. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun to watch Jen because <laughs> like she'll just dance with Jesus in her bedroom or she'll yeah. be singing out loud to him while she's getting ready or she's just talking out loud to him all the time. Like, God, where did I, you know, where did I drop my <laughs> yes. contact? I mean, she's just talking <laughs> all the time. And, yeah. He totally yes. fills her up. So she's not so needy mm-hmm. for like, like, am I going to get married or what? You know, I mean, she just has yes. like this trust. If God wants me married, he's going to bring the man, you know, and yes. she's 30. Yeah. Um, she's, her brother's getting married um, just in two weeks. Yeah. And she's so excited for him. Yeah. And but there's so much time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so just like just talking to God about yeah. everything and um, having that love relationship mm. that's fun and exciting. Yes. And um, I love to encourage people, whatever your giftedness is, and especially to moms that have kids, like if your kid likes to draw, you know, let them draw pictures to Jesus or yes. if they love music, let them, you know, we used yeah. to um, put mm-hmm. verses to like rap music yeah. and dance around yeah. the kitchen, you know, just to memorize, just you to know, memorize. to songs yeah. and um, memorize verses to songs. But, but more importantly, mm-hmm. just praying to God about everything. Yes. So if we needed a parking place, yeah. we were, I mean, yeah. Josh was such a huge baby. <laughs> I could hardly carry him. And so, <laughs> uh, we had restaurants yes. and they were open on Sunday mornings. And so like yeah. Jen and I, you know, there's Jen four years old, Lord, please give us a parking spot. <laughs> 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 my mom can make it. Talk to God about everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, Anyway, it, it's so different mm. than mm. we have to get. Our, and so many women will say to me, it's so shocking, but um, 
uh, we did, well, we did this uh, ebook on fearless oh, yes. prayer and I can mm. email it to yeah, you. It's totally. just a PDF oh, we did it. over COVID, but um, there's so many things, but um, we did some focus groups yes. and some of the yes. ladies said, I don't pray out loud because mm. um, then what if God doesn't answer? And That's then it is true. true. Or mm. it is what it, they, so again, that lie of rejection yes. mm-hmm. and, um, Jen has taught me so much about prayer. Um, say what you were saying about how we think about prayer. Oh, yeah. well, I was sharing to my mom, you know, for me, I love prayer, but I have always thought of it as prayer requests. And, you know, what do I need to ask God for the me factor? Like, Lord, do this, do this, like, tell him how to do that. Yeah. And I was saying to my mom, you know, when did we, last, you know, go to the Lord in prayer, just thanking him, you know, for who he is or just what we love about him or what he's already carried us through. (laughs) And then then Jen said to me, you know, we set ourselves up for disappointment when we tell God how to answer. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Mm, that's it's so not powerful. your plan no. yeah. <laughs> and then you said Jen do I want my limited mm. answers or yeah, do, do I want right. God's unlimited power yeah. because it's yeah. not of our dimension yeah. oh. not, you know our human minds can only think of certain yeah. things right. to even ask yeah. for he always answers for his greatest glory. Yes, it's always, always better. All time levels. And well, he has so, bigger plans for us than a lot of people plans. are willing to. I, yeah. I see that so much in Jen where I was begging God mm-hmm. to fix her, you know, brain injury and make her who she was. She didn't want to be who she was. She wanted mm-hmm. boldness and she wanted to have a ministry yeah. to the world. Yes. And Ugh, you know, now we just dream. went to Romania <laughs> and handed out 15,000 yes. of her prayer books in Romania. Wow. Now, um, we just got an email yes. there. They want to translate it into Russian We're for all the so Ukraine refugees. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. So yeah. Your yes, prayers for that. Um, yes. So that little country of Moldova speaks Russian and Romanian, and that's mm. where Jen's prayer wow. book is being oh translated, and they want to use it to hand out to all the refugees to, for an evangelist. Oh, wow. Wow. And, Praise God. So again, God's plan is greater. Yeah. So Jen's saying. So backtracking, I wanted just to encourage you guys, what we've started to do is we just, uh, we will get a blank sheet of paper and we'll write at the top, do something greater. Lord, do something Lord, greater. Lord, do something yeah. greater. And just whatever it is, it can be a list of multiple things or one thing, yeah. but just whatever what, you can't oh, control, that. Yeah. you can't fix in your life. Yeah. And then when you're tempted to worry about mm-hmm. it or be anxious mm-hmm. about it, just start praising God in advance. Yes. Like, God, do this or something greater. Or like something greater. Yes. For the greater. Yeah. And, oh. um, and praising him in advance mm-hmm. before you see the answer. So when you turn yes. yourself from the flip-flop, when you flip <laughs> from begging yes. to praising, praising God, from begging, yes. like, Lord, please do this, yes. please do this. And you wake up in the night, Lord, please, don't, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But if you turn it into just praising him, like, God, you're all powerful. You are the creator. I praise yes. you in advance. Um, yes. Even someone right now who we love, who just is just choosing to walk away from their mm-hmm. faith and it was, we're heart wrenched over it. And yes. I just started praising God every time I mm-hmm. think about yes. her name because I, I can't, there's, we've tried for years. There's nothing we can do to make her choose Jesus and it's heart wrenching. And yet I know God wants her, it's his will for her to be saved. And there's so many people praying for her. She's right. Just 
praising God yeah. in advance. Like, yeah, God, yes. timing, you're exactly. going to do it. Yeah. Totally. Um, we're claiming it. I don't yeah. want to cry every day anymore. I want to praise you every day. Yeah. Yeah. So big. You know, my problem is much smaller yes. when yeah. I'm praising him. And a fun story. And I think your heart yeah. builds just a yeah. Well, a really fun story yeah. with God do something greater. <laughs> yes. um, one of the things on my list was our son, Josh. He was working at a church in oh, Florida. Yeah, was great. And we yeah. were trying to help him find an apartment. It was mm-hmm. right when COVID hit. Initially, yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't find a place that he could afford. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm, I, I was tempted to beg God, like, please you know, provide an apartment. Yeah. But I just started saying, Lord, do something greater. Mm-hmm. And then months later, when I look back at my <laughs> list, um, the greater was God moved him back to Virginia. Yes. And he's oh. telling <laughs> out loud. But that is like the great. greatest joy for my I heart. That. But I would have never yeah. even thought God. to ask <laughs> yeah. to pray for that. But oh, my God. We're good. <laughs> like we were going to even sell our house and get a condo so we could. <laughs> oh my that. gosh, that's I'm so amazing! Well, that's, that's where you just yes. don't know what God's up to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, God just did yeah. it all. Yeah, this has been just incredible. Steph's eyes hurt from crying. My cheeks hurt from smiling. <laughs> um, I went crying and smiling, and I, I have yeah. chills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is incredible. Can Jen you pray over like yes, please? Minutes. And I also want you to tell us where we can find you, how people can get oh, Jen's book. Tell us all the things. And yes, I would love a prayer. Yes. All right. Let me tell you all the things. So, um, you our website is hopeoutloud.com, yeah. and it's having a few little issues today, but it all works. <laughs> Just some of the pictures. I think it had an update, and some of the pictures on the homepage weren't popping up, but. Um, mm-hmm. We also have a YouTube channel, yeah. Hope Out Loud. If you just type yes. in Hope Out Loud YouTube, there are all kinds of videos. I have Beauty mm-hmm. Marks videos, how God turned your scars into Beauty yeah. Marks and mm-hmm. heals your wounded heart for women. Um, we have our um, Choose Joy, our Total yeah. Bliss yeah. Bible study videos on there. And um, we're going to start some new family videos. Yeah. Um, it may not be till November, but mm-hmm. we're going to start doing like the four of yeah, us when life yeah. runs you over and we're just excited. talking about the lies, the yeah. Holy Spirit, all of that. And so would love to connect with you um, yes, social media yes. to Hope Out Loud. But if you mm-hmm. go to hopeoutloud.com, you can connect to all those things up in the right hand corner. The, right. Facebook, the Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Jen would love to know Praise, your prayer requests. She Praises. loves yeah. to pray over sure. people. And all of the books and resources mm-hmm. are on the website. Mm-hmm. Jen did write a book for teen girls, oh, yes. for young women, college <laughs> yes. girls. Um, but all ages love it. It's called Beyond, Beyond Priceless. Priceless. And um, God's really using that too. And we were able to give out 5,000 mm. copies yes. to um, teenage girls in high school that were mm, pregnant wow. and it's young teen, teen moms. And uh, mm. just just seeing how God does things yes. greater yeah, than we could ever imagine. And um, so yeah, thank yeah, you so gosh. much for having us. And Jen's favorite thing to do is pray. And she never pray. She giggles in her prayers because she can't plan what she's gonna say. So. <laughs> I love it. All right. Pray us out, Jen. Pray us out. Okay. Almighty Father, oh Daddy, we run to you this day. For everyone listening, Lord, help them to know and to be comforted that they are not alone, that you see us. <laughs> think that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords knows our name. Wow. Thank you, Lord. And Father, I just want to pray that you'd encourage all of our hearts just to continue trusting you and believing in you. And I just want to pray um, Jeremiah 29, 11 over everyone listening this day. 
Help them to hear you say, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So Lord, please help that verse just to fill us with strength and courage just to go to the doctor or just to face the day. And we just can't wait to be a part of all that you have in store. We raise our hands in anticipation and excitement. <laughs> and thank you, Daddy. How with you, the best is yet to come. Woo! I love that. And bless my friends today beyond measure. To your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Amazing. Thank you yes. so much for being here. Um, I'm just so thankful for you telling your story. Um, I'm very close to Linda Yellen Elk also. So, you know, we might have her on one day as well. And just like, there are so many amazing people at Park Valley Church. If you're yeah. in Virginia and you don't know where to start, yeah. it's a great that's place. where you start. <laughs> Love um, it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today's the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.